out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Where the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I have decided to bring a topic very close to my heart to meet me in the field for this episode. Today we talk about screen and social media addiction. I believe this addiction is a sitting time bomb and not enough awareness is being raised about it. I have again hooked up with Marva from the Talking Orangutans podcast. We recorded an episode on this addiction for orangutans in the field. And this week's Meet Me in the Field episode is that recording. Marva struggles with marketing and promoting his business on social media. The actual activity is not the problem. It is the feeling he has when he is not on it. What is social media and screen addiction? I again play the role of the counsellor and provides guidance and perspective on where to draw the line between normal versus addictive social media usage and screen engagement. Go to www.freddy.org.za, click on blogs and look at the posting of the 21st of November 2019. There is a screen addiction questionnaire. So if you think that your loved one may be struggling with screen addiction, complete the questionnaire and contact me on freddy.rensburg at gmail.com for guidance. This podcast is supported by the first layer the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of our homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life Anon, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop at www.freddyshop.co.za. This is the Screen and Social Media Addiction episode. Sit back, relax and enjoy. So we're recording, so let me introduce today's topic, which is social media, screen time and the positive and negative effects of it that you might might not know about because uh, this has been something that's uh, coming up for me this last few days so yeah that is uh, that is it are you keen for that ready <laughs> i am i am here i am present i am keen and i well do i have certain opinions on it yeah i think so I think something that I'm very worried about, Madhava, is the is the presence of something that I refer to as screen addiction. And social media addiction forms part of that. I think there's a lot of people who are actually addicted to social media about the likes, about the amount of people that they follow and the amount of following follow followers they have. Um and they, they allow what happens on social media to make their lives completely unmanageable. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. And they walk around being grumpy as hell, very unhappy, and they don't realize that it's social media that's doing that to them. Yeah, because um, our, our podcast last week where we used me as a little bit of guinea pig on am I codependent, 
that was a slightly life-changing podcast for me in the sense of I've been aware that this is there. It's like a few stones in your shoe or you have a couple of stones in your backpack. And it was such an eye-opening experience. And then this whole week I've been hit with, ah, this is the code stuff that we've been talking about. And uh-huh. I've been given so many opportunities for growth this week and I can feel I'm breaking a little bit of free from these chains that's been there. And even me, it's in recovery and very conscious and aware. It's one thing doing stuff, but it's another thing actually going through it. And then this last few days, I can feel that social media is a dark energy that um, even if you know about it, uh, it's a little bit like guns. You know, guns can help you, it can save you, but it can also destroy lives. And Something that powerful needs to be dealt with respect. It's almost like the ocean. If you go swim with sharks, yeah. if you want to go play with a lion, and if you want to go on safari, and if you want to do dangerous activities, just be aware. You know, so I went sky, not skydiving, but downhill biking. It's like, listen, you might kill yourself to die if you do something wrong. So just be very careful and very conscious. And I think. Uh, more discussion and awareness regarding screen addiction and social media like you distinguish. I think it's vital because I feel myself in this last three days. I post stuff for my business, for my podcast, for my future, and suddenly five minutes later, it's like, I want to know if there's a response. Okay. And then five minutes later, nothing. And then it's like, okay, let me go do the dishes and whatever. And it's like an hour later, it's like, I wonder if there's any traction going on whatever I've put out. And I think the problem with social media is that it's not interactive in the sense of I'm having a conversation and we're live going backwards and forwards and responding from each other. It's something that's going down into a dark and you never know when the response is going to come. And I think yeah. that there's something with that uncertainty that is just triggering something in the human psyche. It, Madhava, I'm going to suggest that we, swap the, that we stop the video and just use the voice because um, the, there's a bandwidth problem. So the voices are, are starting to drag a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Let's cool. go. Okay. I'm stopped my video. And oh, wow. Look how friendly you look on your picture. <laughs> that, can you hear me? That's a podcast that yesterday with a guy called nico okay yeah cool so that's interesting what i'm going to ask a very very stupid question but what what platforms um count as social media for instance is 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 whatsapp a social media app I think it can be used, especially because they've taken what Instagram has as a story. So, but I think primarily WhatsApp is a communication platform. Yeah. And I, I me, would that's say a so little too, bit yeah. like email. Um, mm. It's a communication platform. Yeah. So we're talking about things it, like it, because Facebook. Because the ability to share videos. Yeah, so I would say, you know, if you, if you look at WhatsApp, I think it's evolving, it's changing, and I think WhatsApp, because they've been bought by Facebook, they're trying to use uh. addictive behavior traits and technology <laughs> to merge. So, for example, yeah. where it used to be 
um, only for communication. And that's why SMS doesn't really exist because it doesn't really generate too much emotion. So, and the same with email. So what Facebook's allowing is we are having these groups that you can be of the family group, work group, and you can share photos. And then once you share the photo, there is that slight desire that you're waiting for someone to give you feedback. So social media for me is it's a platform where you share media and you wait for the society to provide sort of affirmation. That's okay. for me, social media. Okay. So we can, so if that's the definition, then I can say we, we, we count WhatsApp as social media. So what you and I use will be things like WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, YouTube. YouTube as well, definitely. Um, I actually use YouTube very, very little. Um, yeah, but, but possibly not enough. I actually forget about YouTube, even though I, I, I watch so many YouTube videos. But I, yeah, I, I forget a, to post YouTube, things there. And I, I think the know, reason why I forget to post is things that. take too long to load. Yeah, but I can. I learned a trick uh, last night that can help with that. So just remind me to, to uh -huh. uh, tell you about it. But I think that, you know, YouTube is uh, YouTube is one of those things where it doesn't really fall into the category. But because again, you have this system of it shows you views, it shows you likes, it shows you dislikes, and it allows for comments. Yeah, and it allows for you to get some sort of affirmation by the way that it's uh, performing within society, and it and some sort of affirmation, either positive or negative, is coming back via YouTube. That's why it falls for me on social media. And, and the reason I say all of this is because I have a podcast, because I'm using it and trying to create a business. I'm trying to see if what I'm doing is working. And I feel despondent if I've done a fantastic podcast, which I think is life-changing either for myself or the person that I've interviewed or maybe for someone listening. And then this amazing experience I try to share, and then you see that no one listened to it, viewed it. And I'm like, this is such a fucking bummer. And, uh, yeah. and, and that's the danger. Some sort of uh, connection on the way it is received rather than the way I experienced it. And I think that's very dangerous. Yeah. Now, you are what, 34, 35? Yeah. See, I'm, and, and I'm 53, so I'm 18 years your senior. So I think in, in terms of, 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 of our knowledge and our experience of using social media, I'm possibly a generation ahead of you or a generation behind you effectively. So things like social media marketing, the, the, this whole hashtag thing, I, I don't think I understand it. I've, I've tried on Facebook, I've run four campaigns on my business things so far, and I have not had one client from all of those things, not one. So I'm doing something seriously wrong when it comes to Facebook marketing. Have you, have you ever done, done a, done a campaign or something on Facebook? Do you? 
Yeah, so first I think that's that's slightly off topic because this becomes a marketing business strategy. But I would say that it, I wouldn't be so hard on yourself. And I think a little bit more analysis. And it's not such a simplistic answer of, yes, you're doing it right or wrong. Because when you try, when what is the purpose of marketing? A lot is to create awareness. And you hope that that awareness translates into purchases, uh, which is income for you. And some of it is instant, some of it is delayed. So it's a little bit like, uh, and how do you measure if it's been effective? Because someone's maybe bought or seen something or they've maybe interacted with you via email, but they actually found out about you via the the campaign or the ad. So to, to sometimes measure these things. But from my experience is that the society or the community that we have in South Africa and the products that we're trying to market to them, i.e. our podcast, it's a very difficult market because I've, I have a friend that worked for Facebook and, and we did some marketing and we spent a lot of dollars on marketing and I got it for free from Facebook. And it into likes, it translates into views, but it doesn't translate into subscribers for my YouTube channel, which is what I actually wanted. And yeah. I've tried to do it for my business, but then I've seen a lot of businesses from the UK or from America, Australia doing extremely well with uh, Facebook marketing. Yeah. So I think it depends a little bit about your product. It's like if, if you're selling crack, <laughs> either the drug that you sell, uh, that you smoke, or your own crack that you want someone to put a sausage up, then the street corner is a fantastic place to do it, and Facebook would probably not be <laughs> successful. <laughs> so I, I think uh, this marketing avenue is a little bit yeah. about what are you actually selling. Yeah. You know, the, the reason why I brought up Facebook specifically is that when I when I spent money on a campaign, then I'm far more aware of how many likes I had, how many click-throughs I've had, and those type of things. Other than that, mm. I actually don't care how many people like my stuff on, on, on Facebook or on Twitter or or on on, on Instagram. So I'm 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 I would say of the three social media platforms, I spend the most time on Twitter. And on Twitter, I'm a bit of an asshole. I, I, I have two personalities on Twitter. The one is I'm very active in something called hashtag recovery posse, where I support people in recovery. So there I'm a, a very gentle, loving, caring um, support system for people. And then my other persona on um, Twitter is a political, uh, what shall I call it, um, 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 commentator. And there I give hell to anybody that I don't agree with politically. <laughs> and if, 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 even to the party that I support, if I don't agree with what they're okay. doing, then I give them hell <laughs> on Twitter. So I, I don't necessarily give my clients my Twitter handle because I, 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 I can be a not, not a very nice person there. Um, but again, it, it, it doesn't matter to me whether you like. So I, also, I also don't necessarily engage with, with with people on Twitter. If you don't if you don't agree with me or if you if you crap me out, then I don't necessarily answer you back. Um, it's not important. You're entitled to your own opinion. I'm not going to try and change it. So two questions that comes up for me with uh, uh, with Twitter. Uh, does the anonymity uh, help you or is it not anonymous? 
And then two, would you do, would you say and do the same things if you were sitting across a, from that person on a table? No, um, I'm not anonymous on Twitter. I, I tweet at, as, um, at Rensburg Freddy, just because Freddy from Rensburg was taken. Um, so and and I've got a picture of myself, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So so I'm I'm definitely not not an, uh, uh, anonymous, and in my profile, my 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 correct details are there. So um, anybody can take me on. Anybody can 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 mm. um, um um find me. I suppose in other social media platforms, if if they so wish. Um, but one thing that that I feel I am is 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 even though I'm I'm. Even though I say I'm a bit of a poopal on, on on Twitter, I, I'm still living in integrity, because with with recovery, I really do like supporting people with recovery efforts. And with politics, I really like for politicians to do the right thing. And if I don't agree, I want them to know that I think you're fucking up here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, as as for you, in terms of of of, of your, your social media engagement. What I'm hearing is that you you use social media as a means to an end, and and what you're constantly questioning is: Are the means working? And and that's where your kind of kind of um 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 um, um unhealthy connection with it with it lies. Am I correct? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, again, I, I don't know if it's unhealthy because I think anything that you start, um, it's new and it's weird and you try and with it and find out a way of doing it. It's and hopefully you, exciting as well. Fuck, if you start juggling. <laughs> yeah, and if you start juggling, it's like, fuck, it's going to be, you're going to make a lot of mistakes and it's a bit yeah. whatever. So I, I, I'm, I'm careful of saying unhealthy. I think, uh, you know, to to just be fair, it's it's new and it is... It's serious uh, in the way of I'm trying to understand this so that I can do it in a good way. And like you say, the means towards a business. So I think it's very reasonable so that I try to analyze yeah. the statistics and the feedback that's yeah. coming. And I think it's the same with you if you're trying to understand if the money that you're investing is that translating into anything. I think Absolutely. as a business entity, this is extremely responsible. I think though, if I do, I think if I'm still doing this every day for the next week, then that is a problem because I'm like, after three days, I'm like, Jesus, okay, three days is, I'm supposed to do is I post something every 24 hours, I check up on it. And I think that's where you start distinguishing between healthy and unhealthy behavior. I think if you check it six times or 10 times a day, either one, because you, this is the thing for me with screen time. So I want to argue about what is healthy screen time and unhealthy. But I think, you know, a lot of times I'm bored and then I go onto my phone. And yeah. I think it's a very unhealthy pattern to have because if the phone isn't there and I'm bored, then it's like, well, let me fucking play with my cat. Let me do a few push-ups. Let me clean the house. There's other activities I think would provide better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know stimulus to my day, and I so so I think uh, let's see in a few days uh, how I interact with this thing called social media and how I'm uh, how I'm handling it. But uh, I definitely think going too many times a day that's that's not good. 
Yeah. What what works for me is is kind of unwritten boundaries, if you can put it this that way. And in that, for instance, as I said mm-hmm. to you earlier, um, before we started chatting, when I there are two times a day that I'm definitely on Twitter. One is uh, probably from about seven to half past seven because I I I I'm on Twitter while I eat my breakfast, and then I am probably on from about half past one until two because I'm on Twitter when I eat my lunch. <laughs> so. So those, they, they, I don't know, it, it just works that way. And before that, invariably, I read the news. So from one to half past one, I will be reading the news. Once I've caught up on the news, then I switch over to Twitter. The mornings as well. I'm like an old man who gets to do sitting bed and read his newspaper with News 24 um, and Daily Maverick. Mm-hmm. So, um, and other than that, I'm not really on those on Twitter. So it, it's nearly as if I've got a boundary for and myself for to say those are the times that I'm going to go there. Even if I've run a campaign on on Facebook, I only check the first thing in the morning when I sit at my computer to see how it's performing. And that's it. I don't go back through the day and go and check and recheck and recheck. I just, I, I just don't do it. Because I know that if I if I if I engage with that obsessive compulsive side of me then it, it can get completely out of hand i'm very aware of the fact that i can be quite ocd so the minute i entertain it mm-hmm. um, the minute um, i buy the ticket to the circus i am going to go there so um i try not to yeah yeah i think you're in an interesting position like you said that you're in a different generation maybe almost two generations Bite your tongue, young man. Respect you. <laughs> Two generations. Uh, I, because I, <laughs> I think um, like the younger people, obviously they just grew up with telephones. So I'm in that in-between generation where I'm a little bit, I like to play football in the real world rather than play FIFA on PlayStation oh, with okay. my with my brothers it's like if if i had the opportunity to play a real football match or one on computer i'll always choose the real one okay. however i do love the computer one as well but i think the generation after and next so i think this is definitely a generational thing but i look at my mom who is i think 64 something like that and she recently quit facebook because she was just she was spending a lot of time on it and i think a lot of the social media will catch on later you know so let's say facebook 2007 2008 it was massive for let's say millennials and people like that then 10 years later the generation older or the next generation that are maybe now 60 they catch on to the social media and they like late to the party so it will be interesting for me to see how social media influences people between the ages of 60 and 70 over the next five years because suddenly there's this whole new world that you have uh, access to. And, and again, it's quite dangerous if you have access to it. And it's a very, there's some weird triggers that they put in there that I just find interesting. And I think people like us, it's like gambling. I've never gambled and I know the dangers of gambling. And I'm pretty sure that the first 20 times that I go gamble, I will be fine. But I'm aware that at any point that thing can just catch me if yeah. I'm not careful. 
I hear you. I hear you. I feel very sorry Why for... Why do you go on Twitter? So, I... Th- Why do I go on Twitter? So sorry, so I, because I think this is this is important. Like um, I grew up as a young kid reading the Burger and going from the front page to page three to reading the new uh, the sports news on the back, and then you had this little separate one with a few cartoons, and it was it somehow became a routine. I liked it and I think the reason why I like for example I go on the Guardian that's almost like my Twitter where I go on and I go read news okay. from around the world and rather than reading people's opinions on Twitter I read people's opinions in articles like journalists yeah. and so for me it's a little bit of a routine thing and they, it just triggers some sort of it's a, almost like a hobby you know, so yeah. for me, it's a bit like, what is the purpose for using this? And am I getting that? And yes. I think that's a little bit like where we should look at social media. Why are we going on it? And am I getting what I am trying to get out of it? So yeah. what's your purpose for, let's say, Twitter, uh, those those daily little things? And let's say for the other stuff we've basically covered. Twitter for me, that's actually an interesting question. Right. Twitter for me is a, 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 a forum where I can engage with people with similar interests. So I follow people on Twitter that that I see have similar interests than I do. For instance, the, the whole recovery posse thing, um, an interest in, 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 in politics. Um, where if I look at, so yeah, so so Twitter for me is a, is a space where I ca- where I engage with people with similar interests than I do. Where Facebook for me is a place where I nearly kind of, um, 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 I want to use the word voyeur, but but it's it's such a it's such a loaded word. Where I where I go and have a look what what people I know are up to. That's where I, I connect with old school friends and and those type of things. Um, well, Instagram, I think in a way, is also people with similar interests as I as I have. While mm-hmm. YouTube, I engage with 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 with. Um, how can I put this? You know what? On 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 Instagram, I also engage with 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 sport, with a lot of athletes and tennis players and those type of things, just to go and see what what mm. what 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 they're up to. I'm not a big celebrity person. I don't I don't really do movie stars and uh, uh, singers and those type of things. Very 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 little of those. Um, and then on on YouTube. I the things I subscribe to are some podcasts, very very few, and some athletes who have interesting channels, and then some interesting factual things, um, like in science things and um, nearly conspiracy theory type of videos, and then I, I go on there for a laugh. And um, 
that's actually where I, I use YouTube for the most is to go there for the laugh, fails and those type of things. <laughs> So for me, YouTube is, very, is a very relaxing place. That's also the last thing I do before I go to bed. That's the only time I'm really on YouTube mm -hmm. is before I go to bed. So not, none of that really sounds like you're using that to try and get information. It's more a thing of, because my, my therapist asked me a, a month or two ago, why do we, why do we want to have friends? Or, or why do we want to have relationships? And I, and I think the answer was we want to have a connection with someone. That's why we want to, that's why we talk to each other. We want to try and connect. And I think that's what social media is trying to help you with mm. is to connect with people. But then again, it's this whole thing of like, uh, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody heard it, it's like, if you <laughs> made a connection via a fucking like or a comment, does it really translate into a real connection that you've had with a human? Is it a real human interaction? Yeah. And a lot of times I think it isn't, you know, and it's again, it's weird how the social media, it's just the way that people are behaving and depicting themselves on the social media and all of that. But I think that's a, a human behavior, um, and the Silicon Valley bunch of cunts uh, discussion for another day. <laughs> I want to ask you, uh, what is screen addiction and how do you identify it and how do you know that you're in that gray area where you've got to be careful? Madhra, that's a very good question and it's such a difficult question to answer. Um, the, I think the most important thing is that that, that classic step one type type of, of, of thing now, now for the people who aren't in recovery don't know the steps we, we talk about step one is is what you're doing um, 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 are you powerless over it and is it making your life unmanageable in other words can you can you put your phone away for a day or two or three and not miss it and not go completely fuck because you're not engaging with your phone if you have a problem to, to put your phone away for a day and not engage with it, and, and, and you really feel that you need to pick up your phone, then uh, I think we all should be able to do it for one day and not worry about it. For instance, what I'm doing in, during this lockdown period is I've got my phone on silence, on silent. Because the world is quite quiet mm -hmm. at the moment, and I love the silence, and I don't want to have this beep, 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 beep in my ear the whole time. So... The phone is lying next to me at the moment, face down. I can't see if it rings. I can't see if a message comes through, and I don't care if it rings or a message comes through. And I'll pick it up when, 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 when I feel like it, and then I'll engage with, with the messages that came in. Um, unless I'm waiting for a message or I send a message, I'm waiting for a reply. It will lie face down next to me. Um, so it, it's that whole thing of can you do without it? Are you okay without it? Or is there a compulsion? To engage with to engage with a screen or with your phone, um, can you send a message and wait a day or two to to to, to look for the for for a response? Can you post something and be okay um, to wait until tomorrow morning and not stay engaged with that post the whole time? That, that that's the, the powerlessness aspect of it, and then unmanageability, and and that's I think where social media where Social media addiction specifically plays a huge role is if somebody crit criticizes a post you make, how much emotion does it invoke or, or, or what you see on social media, what you read on social media? 
um, how much emotion does it bring up for you? For instance, I at some stage got very, very, very engaged in Facebook and I got very upset on Facebook where I would see people in the rooms of, 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 of Narcotics Anonymous, of Alcoholics Anonymous or Sex Addicts Anonymous or, 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 or whatever and I would know the absolute suffering that they're going through in their personal lives. Then I look at their social media postings and what? It, it just looks absolutely amazing what, what, what they're doing and what they're going through. And that is, that, that's where for me I realized that, that Facebook for me was, 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 was not a healthy forum because I allowed that dichotomy in, in what I knew and what I saw. I allowed that to influence my emotions, to influence me negative emotionally. Um, so if, if your social media engagement leaves you emotionally charged in any way, then I don't think that, that that's a necessarily healthy, healthy engagement with your social media. If you see something that makes you sad and you walk around feeling sad for the whole day, I don't think that's a healthy engagement with, with social media. If you're angry at something, if you're angry at somebody for what they posted, if you're pissed off about the fact that you don't get the likes you need, I think then we are dealing with, 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 an, with, with the unmanageability aspect of social media. And then you, you might have a problem. Uh, yeah, it's such a weird little thing because it's it's like um, it's again it's not like heroin where I'm fucking sucking dick on my knees because I need more of it. It's a little bit more subtle not to than die. that. And um, <laughs> and I think um, and I think again the average person's awareness is is so I don't know underdeveloped that I think it will be quite difficult to identify am I having a problem or not. I think most people probably do not. And I think um, like a metaphor that came up for me, again, it's not maybe the, the best one, but it's like taking a shit in the morning, that's very normal. But being constipated the whole day and just really struggling with your stomach the whole day, if that's going on, you know that, listen, I've got to maybe drink more water or I've yeah. got to stop eating this or maybe I need a laxative or something. I think that's the thing between your bowel system working Yes, that is normal for everyone. But if it takes a lot of your energy and a lot of your body's um, functions are dedicated to that, then you know it's a problem. And I think, you know, I looked at somebody's uh, social media last night, an athlete, and I almost feel like you should be able to do that in front of your mom and dad. And if you aren't able to do that in front of your mom and dad, you probably shouldn't be doing that on social media. Because it's like I have this thing where I put my middle finger up on every Monday on social Fuck media, Mondays. and I'm very comfortable <laughs> to do that. If yeah, I'm I'm very comfortable to do that in front of my mom or dad, or mm. you know, there's some stuff. Everything I say on social media or on my podcast, I'm really comfortable to say that in front of my mom or dad. Okay. And everything I say, if somebody wanted to come sit in front of me and have this conversation, it's like, let's go. You know, I'm very comfortable to do this. It's not yeah. like it's a different identity that I have. And I think that's the problem that I see a lot of times on social media. It's, it's a completely different identity. And if somebody else was there, you probably wouldn't do it. And, and that for me, is a little bit of a, uh, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a weird concept. And, I, I and again, I don't think it's right or wrong. 
I think it's just everyone's got to, for me, it's just, it's fascinating to see that um, I, I have this thing with fashion. I think fashion is cool. And I think if you're fashionable, then amazing. But I think a lot of times people feel like shit, they dress fashionable, and then it's a way to convince themselves that they're not feeling shit about themselves. You know, you. somebody dresses very handsomely or yeah. very attractively. It's almost like, well, look at me, I look amazing. But you feel like shit on the inside. And you see so many celebrities that look amazing and they fucking commit suicide or they yeah. in drug addiction and stuff. And I think anything out there that is helping you to hide what you're really feeling mm -hmm. and it's helping you to lie to yourself, I think it's dangerous. And exactly. again, it's a, like I put, some, I put some content out and then a lot of people are like, well done, dude. And it's like, ah, oh, well done to me. And it's like then the emphasis can be, can be on all the well dones rather than the activity that I've done. So let's say yeah. you've won the Olympic gold and now everyone's uh, reposting your picture. Are you focusing more on re the reposted picture or the actual medal? Or are you looking at the journey from where you started with that yeah. sport until reaching and the relationships that you build with all of that? It's, just, it's a very interesting idea and concept for me. Yeah. And it terrifies me to think that I'll be a father and having to guide my children through this. Oh, that's terribly difficult. You know what I did a while ago, Marvi, is I, I went onto the internet and I, and I looked for, 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 for questionnaires on um, um, television addiction, social media addiction, um, um, gaming addiction, gambling addiction, um, all, all these type of, 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 of screen activity type of addictions. And then I, I, I created my own questionnaire, which I called my screen, screen addiction questionnaire. So if anybody's interested in knowing if they might have a screen addiction, then, um, then go onto my website, which is www.freddy.org.za and click on my blog and then look at the post of 21 November 2019. Um, screen addiction questionnaire. Um, because I, 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 I see we have about nine minutes left. You don't want to read some of those uh, oh, yeah. and then I can be your guinea pig. Awesome. So the first question is, do you lose track of time while you are engaging in screen-related activities and end up spending longer on these activities than planned? Yes. But again, I I... I might be fingering myself and then exactly the same happens, you know, so <laughs> I, I think that's a tricky one. I think that one uh, relates to that one. I, I, hear, I say definitely yes, but I think that's with anything. I sometimes say to my wife, I'm going to go box for half an hour and I come back an hour and a half later or I go okay, walk in the yeah. mountain. But yes, I will definitely, I will cool. definitely say yes on that one. Okay. Do you feel ashamed to tell others how long you really spend on screen-related activities or hide the truth about the extent of your engagement in this regard? No. And I think cool. that's a good follow-up question. Have you ever tried to control the amount of time you spend engaged with screens and found yourself not able to spend less time doing it? I can't say definite yes or no, but I would say uh, leaning towards uh, not having a problem. Okay, cool. Um, 
when you are not busy with screen screen related activities, do you think about it and do you think about it and distract you from what you are supposed to be concentrating on? Sometimes, but it will be predominantly no. Okay. When being forced to be engaged with your chosen screen activity, sorry, when being when being forced not to be engaged with your chosen screen activity, do you feel frustrated, irritated, or restless? Uh, again, there's not a definite yes or no, but is this a majority no? Okay. Um, has anybody, has anyone you love and or care for ever expressed any form of concern about your screen engagement? No. Cool. Um, have you ever engaged in screen activities when it was not appropriate for you to do so? Yes. Cool. Thank you for your honesty then. Uh, <laughs> do you find yourself mindlessly engaged in screen activities <laughs> while you have other things you should be attending to? Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, but again, I could I can say, for example, I'm procrastinating with cleaning the house and doing gardening work and whatever. So I, you know, that's uh, yeah. it's not necessarily screen, but uh, I would say I can procrastinate in many different ways. Oh, and yeah, sometimes yeah. Uh, on my YouTube yeah. is a fantastic way to procrastinate. <laughs> Have you ever tried to stop engaging with a screen and found that you could not stop? No. Cool. Um, have you ever experienced any health problems as a result of your screen activities? Yes, I uh, um, uh, screen activity, for example, I need to listen to South Park at night to fall asleep. <laughs> and having that on my laptop and the laptop screen uh, on at night is not good for me. And um, so, but what I've done recently is I've put the audio basically onto my phone and ah. then it's a, like an audio thing that I fall asleep to. So, but I would say like uh, when I moved to England and I had uh, internet for the first time, my own internet and I was living in London, Jesus, I would have so many mornings that I went on YouTube until four or five in the morning. But, okay. you know, 12, 13 years later, I don't do that anymore. Cool. Yeah, I've had it. But a lot of a lot of people develop neck problems um, or finger problems. You won't believe the amount of finger injuries people have because of <laughs> of, of of texting. Mm. <laughs> um, have you ever? Yeah, well, uh, chiropractors are going to start making a lot yeah. of money, uh, and I can see them going in America for. Uh, people with uh, bent necks and they have this like Quasimodo type of back and then they call it a turtle back and um, I'm sure the tendons and stuff. So like yeah. if your spine is in a very good posture, then the tendons and all the sinews and whatever the fuck is in there and the, the veins are pumping and working normally. But as soon as you go into weird type of hyperextension or extensions, then you start putting strain on those oh. things and, 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 Telephones and texting and all of that is not designed. Your body isn't mm. designed to do that. Yeah, part of the part of the funny videos I watch would be something like um, people who were in accidents because of being on the phones. Um, 
Mm. And I mean, the amount of deaths a year because of phones, it's amazing. Okay, next one. Yeah, have you ever cancelled an appointment or not showed up for an appointment with other people because you chose to rather engage on your preferred screen activity? No. Cool. Do you find that you progressively spend more and more time, energy or money on your screen activity? It's a, uh, like in general, no. Yeah. It is up I was going to say, don't, don't, don't answer in terms of you starting a business um, a, 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 a type of thing. Um, do you find that your productivity has decreased as a result of your screen activity? Yes. Okay. Um, have you ever been in trouble with any form of authority as a direct or indirect result of your screen activities? No. And the last one, does your screen engagement demand, demand your immediate attention? Uh, no, but I sometimes do struggle to, again, if it's like my WhatsApp. <laughs> if I, I'm a little bit OCD, so sometimes it's like, Jesus, there's 10 messages. Let me just fucking deal with all of these messages so I can get to zero, so I can move on. So I'm a little bit like, I do everything. So I would say that one is not a definite yes or no, but I would lean towards yes. Okay, cool. So what I'm saying is if, if you answer yes to more than three of these questions, then you probably, probably need to reevaluate the way you engage with your screen. And you have four yeses and four mm. half yeses. But I, cool. my, my feeling is that that you need to, to, to kind of try and distance your, 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 your screen time in terms of what you are doing, work, moving forward with a company and, and, and work in those type of things and socially. Because I think at this stage, in a lot of these answers, they're probably a little bit um, mixed up. Yeah, so for me, it's, it's a few things in life. It's like, People irritate me. So the quarantine, it's fantastic for me. So, you know, I like, I don't have a problem with myself, but I have a problem with myself if I interact with assholes in the world and certain yeah. uh, negative behaviors. And it's like, imagine I was a, a, a very successful business guy and I had a marketing team managing my social media and my stuff for me. I would answer no on all of those. Yeah. So for, again, for me, it's just like, where am I in the world and at yes. life and, and all of that? So it's like, for me, if I, had a, if I had a team managing my social media for me, I would have zero problems with it. Yeah. It's just because it's a business thing mm. and I don't like it and, yes. and all of that. So I, I, that's, that's, that's the truth and the honesty for me. But saying that, I am in a position where I've got to do those things and I don't feel 100% comfortable with it. And that's why I nominated as a discussion. And uh, yeah. I'm very happy that we, that we did it. And there is definitely something, some stuff that I'm going to look at. Awesome. But, yeah, awesome. Yeah. But definitely maybe put a, we, we can maybe put a link to this questionnaire in the, um, in when we, when we basically post, post this um, and take it from there. Yes. But you know, like any form of behavior, if, if, if you think you have a problem, 
have a look at whether it is a problem. If it is a problem, address it. There's, there's nothing that's permanent. We, just because we have a screen problem doesn't mean that we can't change it. So, so people listening to this think, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I've got a problem. That's okay. Change it. You can. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the earlier you arrest it, the sooner you see the weeds growing in the garden, the easier it is to pull them out and deal with it. Absolutely. Talk about weeds growing in the garden. Did you see that? There's a beautiful little video that I, I suppose I saw it on Twitter where the father asked his little daughter, Sid, let's say her name is Sally. Sally, did you tell, tell your teacher that we grow weed in the garden? <laughs> and Sally goes, yes, daddy. <laughs> he said, did you tell her that we grow a lot of weed in the garden? <laughs> yes, daddy. He said, do you mind showing me where the weed is that we grow in the garden? <laughs> and then they go outside and she, she walks between the paving, where, everywhere where there's a little weed coming out. So there's weed, there's weed, there's weed, there's weed. <laughs> <laughs> that is so that's sweet. Like, yes. Yeah, oh, that's, that's so one, cool. of my, one of my favorite videos. That is so cool. <laughs> but it's so cute. He's so sweet with her. She's so sweet back to him. <laughs> In my mouth, but this was awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much for the for the <laughs> chat. <laughs> and we connect again soon, like in tomorrow. Thank you so much, Freddie. Cool. Looking forward to it. Have a good evening. Yep. See ya. Okay. Tomorrow five. Absolutely. See ya. Awesome, Freddie. Bye. Bye. -bye. As I mentioned in the introduction to this episode. You can hear that this is really an issue close to my heart. I would love to raise awareness around this addiction far and wide and are doing what I can to attain this goal. Please share this episode to help me raise awareness. I want to thank Madhra for his honesty and vulnerability in making this episode so special. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or on Twitter at at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an I-E at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.